Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. You can't. As the families ourselves, of course, some the commuting members, there's no moving. There's no moving on. A tragedy for which there is no healing. As Uvalde marks one year since the mass shooting there, we look at the moves school systems in our area are making to ensure kids stay safe. Our temperatures are nice and cool this morning. I'll show you why we continue to have highs this week cooler than normal. We may be getting closer to being able to gamble and bet on our mobile device for sports in North Carolina. The key step the bill is taking today is it moves closer to a vote. And the Canes need to get a win tonight to keep their season going. How players and coaches are preparing for the fight to stay alive in the playoffs. Stay focused one game at a time. Anything is possible. Just like it's possible to get up at 431 in the morning and be somewhat coherent. I'm Renee Chu. <laughs> I'm Jeff Hogan in the somewhat category as yeah. well with you, you know, as we get things started. It's Ramping Wednesday. Up. Yeah, we're going to ramp it up here today. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center, midweek point. It is really mild out there. Yeah, I, I'm not making any promises over here. I'm, I, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> We're all trying. Yes, okay. Uh, look at Pinehurst this morning. It is nice and quiet. It feels great out there. 58 degrees as our temperature. We continue to have this northerly to northeasterly wind. This is something that we hardly ever see in the summer. And that's why this feels so different than it's likely to feel as we get into some point in June, July, and August. During the summer, we have just a persistent southwesterly flow, which keeps things warm and sticky. So this northeasterly flow, definitely feeling very spring-like for us. And we continue to see that all through the weekend. It's 50 in Roxborough, it's 58 in the Triangle, 59 in Fayetteville, 56 in, Ro in Goldsboro. Very similar to what we woke up to yesterday morning. Hour by hour, our temperatures will climb to 72 at lunchtime, and we'll be in the mid to upper 70s for highs this afternoon. Very much like yesterday, we're going to start off with some cloud cover, and we may see a few peaks of sun later in the afternoon, and it looks like it will stay dry. All eyes, as it is now Wednesday, are of course on the weekend and I'll go over our latest runs of the computer models coming up. Thanks Elizabeth. Counselors will be at Hobton Middle School in Sampson County today. They'll be helping students and staff cope after the death of a sixth grade student. 13 year old Curtis Brown Jr. died after being hit by a car on Keener Road near Ashford Road. It happened just before five yesterday afternoon. State troopers say Brown darted into the road in front of the car and was hit. The 19-year-old driver of that car will not face charges. Soon, betting on a game in North Carolina could be as easy as opening an app on your phone. A bill that would legalize mobile gambling on sports is moving through the legislature. WR's Nye Hardin joins us live this morning outside the General Assembly in Raleigh. Naya, this bill is being discussed in a key committee today. 
That's right. The bill has already been passed in the House. Now it needs to pass the Senate. And you know what? This is going to be a really big difference that we're going to see here. Let me explain. So we have House Bill 347 that would make betting on professional and college sports on mobile devices legal. Last week, if passed, uh, the, it passed the House, excuse me, and a turnaround after a similar bill was shut down less than a year ago. Now, this time, members in the Senate have concerns about what's fair when it comes to taxing the sports betting. This is the second gambling bill that has been discussed this week. Lawmakers are also considering making video gaming terminals legal. According to a recent study by the Pew Research Center, nearly 40 states have some form of sports betting. Now, if the Senate passes this bill, it would become legal in January. Nye Harden, WRL News in Raleigh. One year ago this morning, 19 children and two teachers were killed at a school in Uvalde, Texas. Today, the victims are being honored. This morning, the state of Texas will hold a moment of silence at 1130, the time the attack started. Flags will be at half staff. And tonight, the city of Uvalde will hold a candlelight vigil to remember the 21 victims. The community has shared in the victims' families' grief for the past year. May 24th has, you can't, as the families themselves, of course, some community members, there's no moving, there's no moving on. President Biden plans to speak today from the White House, where he's expected to reiterate his call for Republicans in Congress to do more to address gun violence. Coming up in the next half hour, we'll take a look at what changes local school districts have made to their safety procedures since the shooting. You may soon be asked to provide an ID when you visit a school in Wake County. The possible change is part of a draft of new rules recommended by retired law enforcement officers. You may also need to submit to a background check and be chaperoned throughout your visit. Wake Schools does not currently have a system-wide set of rules for visitors. The man accused of crashing a U-Haul truck through security barriers near the White House is due in federal court today. FBI agents were at 19-year-old Cy Candula's home near St. Louis yesterday. He's in custody in Washington, D.C. on charges including threatening to kill or harm a president, vice president or family member. Court documents reveal Candula told police he wanted to kidnap and harm President Biden. Police who searched the truck that crashed near the White House found a Nazi flag, and they say Candula praised Hitler when they asked him about it. Carolina Hurricanes will try to take the first step toward climbing back into the Eastern Conference final. The game tonight, must-win situation, game four against Florida after dropping the first three games. One goal each of those games. Coach Rod Brindamore says the team can't win four games in one night, so they just need to take it one game at a time. He says his team has had some tough luck so far in the series, but their effort has been strong. Coming up in 10 minutes, WRO's Casey Hintz joins us from Florida with a look at what the Canes need to do to keep this series going. Two local school lockdowns in one day have families on edge. In Wake County, River Oaks Middle School spent several hours on a code red lockdown yesterday after a student reported that another had an airsoft pellet gun. Raleigh police say several students were said to be passing it around. They plan to carry out a full investigation and discipline those involved. And in Durham, officials say it was a parent to blame for a threat at C.C. Spaulding Elementary. They say the parent threatened to blow up the school after a Zoom meeting, prompting a short lockdown. Police say they would speak with the parent. 
Leaders in Washington appear no closer to finding common ground on raising the debt ceiling. It's a live look at the U.S. Capitol here as the deadline before the nation defaults on its debts is just a little more than a week away. Negotiations yesterday ended again with no deal in place. Republican leaders say they want spending cuts before the limit is raised. The Biden administration says proposed cuts to areas including Medicare and Social Security are off the table. We believe there is a space and an opportunity here to have a bipartisan, reasonable, reasonable budget agreement. we got to understand why are we here. The Democrats spent too much money. We can't afford to continue to spend that much money. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen warns the nation could fall into economic collapse if no deal is reached by June 1st. North Carolina's largest health insurer appears headed toward a big transformation. State lawmakers are set to advance a bill today that would roll back strict oversight rules for Blue Cross Blue Shield. This bill would give it the ability to reorganize and avoid some of the scrutiny it would face from state regulators. The company says it needs this flexibility to compete against other insurers, but opponents worry it could lead to higher health care costs. Work begins this morning on a plan to spend your tax dollars in Durham. City Council is holding its first budget work session at 9 a.m. They'll discuss the proposal from the city manager that was unveiled last week. It includes pay raises for city staff between 6 and 8 percent. Firefighters and police officers will get a 7 percent raise. You can share your thoughts on the budget at a hearing June 5th. And read more about what's inside the plan on WRL.com. All-American Week ramps up today at Fort Bragg with a recognition of the best of the best in the 82nd Airborne Division. The 2023 Hall of Fame induction ceremony begins at 11 this morning. You're looking at video from the event in 2018. Those being inducted today include paratroopers who served in military operations dating back to the Vietnam War. Many of them have taken several tours of duty. Big change is coming to a dangerous intersection in Johnston County. Why neighbors say they think a roundabout is the right choice. Plus, I waited for almost an, uh, an hour. I tried calling the phone and then it's nothing. A planned meetup turns into tragedy. A pilot coming in for a visit when his plane goes down in a crash. And a live look now, Chapel Hill on your Wednesday morning. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner joins us after the break with a look at what will be a nice day ahead. It is 442. It's a pleasant morning out there. We take a live look at Durham, of course, all week long. ACC baseball championships are going on. It's a fun thing, you know, to head out there. It starts at 11 o'clock. It's like all day long. Right now it's 58 degrees. That's the deep app, of course, there in Durham. In Raleigh, we take a look at the gardens. The hydrangeas are blooming everywhere. It's beautiful. 58 degrees. And then here's a look at what's happening in Clinton this morning, where it is 59 degrees. Out the door this morning, temperatures are on the cool side, again, mostly in the mid to upper 50s, very similar to what we saw yesterday. We're going to start with cloud cover like we did yesterday, but as the kids are getting off the bus this afternoon, we should be seeing a bit more sunshine. High temperatures like yesterday remain in the 70s. We'll take a look at the latest runs of the computer models for the holiday weekend coming up. Elizabeth, thanks. This morning, we're learning from a man who was supposed to meet a pilot who ended up dying in a plane crash. We're talking about the crash near Rougemont in Orange County. We first told you about Sunday afternoon. 68-year-old John Bowfinger died when the plane went down in the trees. 
Richard Zazula says he was supposed to meet Bofinger when he landed, but that never happened. I waited for almost an, uh, an hour. I tried calling the phone and then there's nothing. I kept on doing a couple little Google searches and a single engine plane crash and one came up. It was upsetting. Uh, it, was, it was a little sleepless a little bit. Federal investigators are looking into what caused the crash, as well as a separate crash that same day, just 50 miles away in Warren County. That sent someone to the hospital in critical condition with severe burns. One man is now in custody and another is wanted for questioning after a murder in Fayetteville. Police arrested 18-year-old Javon McCoy. He's being held in jail without bond on a charge of first-degree murder. McCoy was identified from these photos released earlier this week. Police say the other man in these pictures also has information about the case and they're still working to find him. This all involves the murder of Joseph Walton. He was found shot to death on Schmidt Street on Monday. A dangerous intersection in Johnston County is about to become a roundabout. Crews will break ground on the $3.4 million project at highways 42 and 96. They'll do that this summer. The area is busy. Thousands of cars passing through each day. And as the area grows, so will the traffic. NCDOT says that since 2017, there have been at least 32 crashes there. Three of those were deadly. and Two of them happened the same month, April of 2021. Neighbors we spoke with say a roundabout is needed. Like that they're going to that they're looking into doing something different. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we were here when the, some of the deaths occurred. It was very tragic, very um, unnecessary, in my opinion. Engineers say a roundabout forces drivers to slow down, making many severe crashes, including head-on collisions, far less likely. The hurricane season is on the line tonight in Florida. The Canes need to get a win in game four of the Eastern Conference final after three tough losses to start the series. WRL's Casey Hintz is at FLA Live Arena, where the Canes will take the ice tonight in desperation mode. Hey, good morning, everyone. Boy, it's quiet here inside of FLA Live Arena right now, but tonight it'll be rocking as the Florida Panthers look to sweep the Hurricanes out of the Eastern Conference Finals. Rod Brennamore said, we're not going to win four games here tonight. We just got to go out and try to win one. It's that simple. We're still um, the mindset of we got to win a game. That's the way we came into the series, and it's the way we are right now. We're against the wall. There's nowhere else we can go up but forward. So we have uh, we have nothing to lose. Just uh, just going out there tomorrow and, and playing as desperate as we can because it's uh, it's all do or die tomorrow. What's been done is done, and so where reality is, we we got to win four in a row, and so we're focusing on tomorrow night and and taking it one game at a time, and 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 just continuing to go out there and put out our best effort. Well, just four teams out of 205 that have found themselves in an 0-3 deficit have ever come back to win. But defenseman Jacob Slavin says we still have a lot of belief inside that dressing room. We know it's going to be a lot of work, but it's work we're looking forward to. Casey Hintz, WREL Sports, Sunrise, Florida. And Casey will be part of our exclusive live post-game show tonight. Hear from fans, players, and our expert analysts about all the big plays and takeaways from Game 4. It all starts at 11.25 p.m. right here on WRL.
Well, no, there'll be some pregame parties, too, getting things ramped up here today. Elizabeth Gardner's in the WRS Severe Weather Center, starting off. Boy, this is so nice walking in the building this morning. Yeah, very pleasant out there. You know, if you're uh, heading out in short sleeves, you might want a light jacket. Temperatures are in the 50s heading out. Our dew points drop down to 49, so super comfortable, really refreshing feeling outside. Our temperatures will be in the 50s up until around 9 or 10 o'clock, and we'll climb to about 70 degrees around lunchtime. We'll start off with clouds this morning, and then we'll end up with some sunshine later on this afternoon. Right Right now it is 52 in Roxborough, 59 in Fayetteville, 58 in Rocky Mount and Southern Pines, as well as around the Triangle. So it's comfortably cool this morning. Our high temperatures similar to yesterday. We'll see 78 in Raleigh and Durham, 80 degrees in Fayetteville. Again, starting with cloud cover, but we'll see a few more breaks in the clouds during the afternoon. And Futurecast shows that well. We'll kick things off just to look at our cloud cover today. So we're starting off with gray skies. As we head through the morning, we continue to see cloudy skies up until right around lunchtime. Watch what happens after lunchtime. You can begin to see some clouds. Clearing. There'll still be a few lingering clouds, but that sunshine will start to break out and temperatures will begin to climb on up into the 70s. Our muggy meter really comfortable today. We could see it dropping down to around 40 this afternoon. That's just going to make it feel super comfortable. It bumps up a little Thursday, but we're back into the 40s again on Friday. Of course, over the weekend, we're going to see more moisture in the atmosphere because we do have that coastal low that develops that moves in. And then right now, it just looks like it's going to stall. A couple of days ago, it looked like it may be kind of in and out Saturday and then Sunday and Monday. Monday might be a little drier. We are trending wetter really for all three days at this point. Our normal high is 82 and instead of seeing our temperatures climbing into the 80s, we're just seeing our temperatures sink. Yesterday we dropped that high to 68 degrees because of the rain that we'll see and we'll continue to see a northerly flow. So a northerly flow with some rain is going to keep things cool on Saturday. We dropped the uh, high on Sunday as well to 71 because that increased chance for rain. Here's the percentage that we're looking at right now. About a 60% chance on Saturday, 50 Sunday and 30 Monday. So Monday potentially will be the driest day, but again, we're still seeing you know lots and lots of information coming in, and it seems like every one of the computer models continues to trend wetter and wetter instead of drier and drier. We're going to hold on to that 80 degrees on Monday for now for Memorial Day, but coming up, I'm going to walk you through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday with Futurecast and show you what the latest thoughts are. Elizabeth, thanks. An exciting new addition at the North Carolina Zoo. These baboons are excited about their new habitat. We'll tell you what you can see inside when you visit. Look at them all running out. <laughs> In our next half hour, Netflix is going through with its password crackdown. What you need to know if you are sharing an account. Welcome back. It is 4.53. Good morning, Sanford. Feeling very pleasant out there and we'll get up into the mid-70s. It's a cooler than normal week for temperatures. It's possible the car driving next to you has an urgent recall that hasn't been fixed and that car is considered too dangerous to drive. Five on your side's Keely Arthur explains North Carolina has tens of thousands of cars on the road with critical defects that need fixing. This is not your average recall. We are talking about rare warnings in cars that could lead to accidents or even injuries. Experts warn there are 85,000 cars on North Carolina roads right now that have been recalled and not been fixed. Airbags that could kill you. Cars that can catch fire in your garage and even when they're turned off. Just two of the many serious and known problems that aren't getting fixed in North Carolina. 
Why is this happening? Patrick Olson with Carfax suspects there's some recall fatigue. I think uh, consumers at some level have stopped listening. I think part of the problem is recall notices are delivered by first-class mail, which is not the primary means of communication it once was. Secondly, I think some consumers see these notices and they think that it's some kind of marketing scam. Carfax dug through the data and found a total of 2.5 million cars across the country have a recall that hasn't been repaired. Cars that have park outside recall warnings can catch fire, which Olson says is particularly dangerous to others. Lots of people live in apartment complexes. Lots of people live in condominiums or townhomes where one goes up and others can go up as well. If your car is 15 years old or less, federal law dictates that if it has a safety recall, the repairs must be free. You can check any vehicle by looking at its VIN or license plate. We're going to put up more ways to get recall alerts on our website. Healy Arthur, five on your side. And according to Carfax, North Carolina has the ninth most vehicles on the road with unrepaired safety recalls. A North Carolina native will star in the remake of The Color Purple. Fantasia will play Seely. Now, the High Point native starred in the same role when the show was on Broadway. That show received several Tony nominations. The trailer for the new movie dropped yesterday. The original 1985 movie received 11 Oscar nominations. The remake is set to come out on Christmas Day. Big news from the North Carolina Zoo. The baboon habitat is open once again. These are pictures from the ribbon cutting and celebration yesterday. The redesign includes spacious areas that mimic habitats in the wild, including a 40-foot vertical climbing and play area. The zoo is currently home to 22 Hamadryas baboons. <laughs> they look like they're having a good time. <laughs> it's just a baboon jailbreak there. <laughs> Krispy Kreme has a special treat today for members of the class of 2023. High school and college seniors can get a free dozen original glazed donuts. All they have to do is wear their class of 2023 shirt or their graduation cap or gown. This is the fourth year Krispy Kreme has offered this graduation special. Soon you may be able to place bets on sporting events on your phone in North Carolina. A bill that would legalize mobile gambling on games is taking a key step in the legislature today. And Governor Cooper's statewide warning about the future of public schools continues today. Why he says Republican lawmakers are hurting your child's education. Today marks one year since the mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Grieving families say they still want answers and change. Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.